It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are locked on the Washington football team with your host of the Locked On Washington football team podcast, David Harrison and Chris Russell. Today's episode brought to you by the Peacock and Williamson Show. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news, insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe. Wherever you get your podcast, welcome back. New listeners, uh, welcome to new listeners. Welcome back to our returning listeners. If you haven't already, please click subscribe or follow, rate, and review the show. It'll help other fans of the team find us just like you did when we we're not here. You can find Chris at Team 983, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, and on the Odyssey app. You can also find him covering your Washington football team in writing for SI.com. Find me covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Locked on Bucks podcast and in writing at BucksNation.com. Find Chris on Twitter at WrestleMania621. Find me at DHarrison82. Find the show at LockedWFTPod. Chris, we've got a great show lined up for our listeners to end the week, send them off into the weekend with some fun and some entertainment, hopefully. And we're going to kick it all off with Bill Barnwell of ESPN kicking up some dust around the quarterback situation in the nation's capital. Yeah, no doubt about it, David. And uh, you mentioned a great show ahead, and you're absolutely right. Before we get into that, we also want to remind everybody that we're going to have Kentucky head coach Mark Stoops as our special guest uh, in this episode. He'll talk about Jamin Davis, the first-round pick, uh, and more uh, as we are joined by Mark Stoops, the head coach of the University of Kentucky. But you mentioned the Bill Barnwell piece. So basically what he did was he took all 32 teams, whittled it down to seven, and then ranked the team teams in order of like best possible contenders to make a bid for Aaron Rodgers. As far as we know, this is not inside information. This is analysis and his own think process uh, or thought process. So basically, Washington was ranked second among the seven contenders, only behind Denver. And here's the proposed offer that Barnwell created again. We think this is just on his own, but we'll just lay it out like that. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Matt Ioannidis, and ready for this? First round picks in both 2022 next year and 2023, two years from now, and second round picks in each of those years. So Fitzpatrick, Ioannidis, and then two firsts and two seconds for Aaron Rodgers. Are you in? Absolutely not. You know, Listen, Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, one of the better quarterbacks to play during his time and all that stuff, and I don't want to take anything away from that, but his time in the National Football League is coming to an end. I mean, if he plays more than five more years, I'll probably be surprised. And granted, five years is a long time. It, you know, gen- uh, Reasonably speaking, you can do a lot of things with a team in five years, but I'm not going to mortgage the future of this team for a quarterback that I'm not guaranteed to have for at least five years. So that's what you're giving up with a first-round draft pick, right? You're giving up a potential blue-chip player 
for at least five years, really six, when you look at the, the franchise tag market, it's really cheaper to keep a lot of these players through that fifth-year option, franchise tag them for a year before you have to commit to a long-term big money deal. So really, you're almost giving up six years of potential blue-chip player, not once, but twice. And then you talk about second round. Look at this year's second round. This is supposed to be a, a, a fairly shallow talent pool uh, for the NFL for, as far as NFL drafts are concerned. A lot of good players still around in the second round. So for two years, you're giving up your shot at getting four contributors, starting players, potential Pro Bowl caliber contributors to your team for a quarterback that you may not even have for those five years. And that's if he agrees to an extension, right? And you've talked about this on your radio show, the Team 980. And for those who haven't heard Chris's uh, opinion, full opinion on this, please go check that out on Odyssey. It's, it's great stuff. I listened to it myself, and I enjoyed every minute of it. And I agree with you. Okay. Beyond even just the personality stuff, which is a big part of this, there's the contract issue. And do you remember when, when Green Bay fired Coach McCarthy and it was to make mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers happy, and now they're going to bring in a coach that makes him happy? Well, what happened to that? Because now all of a sudden, Aaron Rodgers, so not only did you get the coach that you wanted or a better coach that you get along with, but now you're not happy again, and now it's the general yeah. manager. It's just kind of one of those things where when is it going to stop? You know what I mean? And Aaron Rodgers, you know, if the Packers let him talk to Coach Rivera, he's like, oh, I love Coach Rivera. I love what they're doing in Washington. Da, 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 da. That's great. But two years from now, when you're losing another set of first-round, second-round picks, that may not be the case because if Aaron Rodgers doesn't get what Aaron Rodgers wants, he's already proven time and time again that he's going to, one, he's going to, I don't want to say throw a fit, but I'm, that's that's kind of the, the the worst way I'm going to put it is throw a fit. And two, he's going to try to force people out of jobs and try to control the franchise. And I'm not in this whole you're an employee, so shut your mouth type of thing. But I am. I do think there is a line that should not be crossed by players. I think Aaron Rodgers is crossing that line. He's already crossed it, honestly, forcing Coach McCarthy out. But I think that he's crossing that line again here. I don't think you should do that. If Washington was going to make a trade or make a bid for Aaron Rodgers, you have to give up Ryan Fitzpatrick. You can't have Fitzpatrick and Aaron Rodgers got that Matt Ioannidis I can deal with honestly if you want those two players I'll kick you a third you send me Aaron Rodgers now we have a deal Green Bay is not going to go for it I think Denver is the best spot for Aaron Rodgers but if Washington were to kick the tires on that deal that is the full fullest extent I would want them to go to yeah, I think that's a really good analysis. And, and you know, like like you said, I, I've obviously talked about this at length on my radio show, so I'll just quickly uh, summarize. To me, I know Aaron Rodgers is the MVP, but for me, the big thing is, is I've never walked away from the playoffs and from any of Aaron Rodgers' performances, you know, maybe once, maybe twice over his illustrious career, and went, wow, that guy was awesome, and they lost because of everyone else and not uh, Aaron Rodgers, or he did everything he could I, again there's been one or two games three games whatever but it's kind of like the Peyton Manning feeling where you always feel like for as elite as they are in the regular season they can do more you you rarely get that feeling with Tom Brady I'm just going to say that uh and Bucks fans and obviously you cover the Bucks know that very well and Patriots fans as well so I would just say that that's important to me uh and real quickly here uh listen I understand that you know you have to pay something to get something totally got it I understand, but to me, that would be a low rent move to get Fitzpatrick to sign here and then dump him off to Green Bay, number one. Uh, number, not that, again, that would be the worst spot for him, but you just don't know how that would work. And then on top of that, again, 
two first and two seconds, just too much. What happens if something goes wrong? Injuries can change the course of a franchise's existence really quick, and you might need somebody, and that's a lot of draft capital to lose, no matter how great he is in the regular season and how great his career has been and the need, the thought that you have to have an elite guy to win a championship. Well, guess what? Yeah, it helps to have an elite guy, but an elite guy doesn't always win a championship either. Absolutely. Ask Brad Johnson and Trent Dilfer about that need. Um, and then last thing I'll say, I mean, you're not getting Aaron Rodgers' career. You're getting what's left of Aaron Rodgers' career if you make this move. And to me, trading all that, uh, it's akin to renting a room at the price of a mansion's mortgage just to live in a room in that mansion. I'm not I'm not looking to do it. You know what I mean? Um, but if you are looking to do it and if you think that that's a trade that the, the watch football team should make, uh, there might be a prop bet popping up on that over at betonline.ag. And if you want to put some money on that, you could go there because they're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball's in full swing. You can get all the latest news, odds, and information on your sporting needs, including baseball, NBA, NHL, and odds for your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoff. Head to BetOnline.ag using your computer or your mobile device. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Hi, Washington football team fans. Listen up. Nugenics is the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. And they're offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text DRAFT, that's D-R-A-F-T, to 231-231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increases energy and lean muscle mass. Plus, text now and they'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo. their most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you get back in shape absolutely free. Again, that's text draft to 231-231. Draft to 231-231. Message and data rates may apply. Get it, guys. There's a reason Nugenics has been the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC for years. The reason it works. All right, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast host Peter Brinkowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts like the Locked On Washington football team podcast. All right, we had the opportunity to catch up with the University of Kentucky head football coach, Mark Stoops, who gave us the lowdown from his perspective on first round pick, Jamin Davis, Greg Minuski, former defense coordinator here in Washington, the future of the Kentucky program and more. David and I getting a chance to catch up with Mark Stoops. Here's that conversation. All right, this is the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm Chris Russell along with David Harrison. And time now to be joined by the head coach of the Kentucky Wildcats, Mark Stoops, uh, who, of course, developed and uh, helped out Jamin Davis get to where he is as the number 19 overall pick. Done a great job at Kentucky. Coach, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. How are you? Uh, thank you. I'm doing great. Uh, good to be on with you all. And uh, always willing to talk about Jamin. Great young man and great football player, so uh, always find a few minutes for him. 
Absolutely. And and coach, uh, before David gets uh, a a question in here, I mean, I guess let's start big picture with Jamin. How did he develop into what people, you know, uh, people kind of had him pegged as a third, maybe fourth round pick at the beginning of the year to a first round pick. How did he develop so quickly in your eyes this year? Well, because he got better with each and every practice, every snap. We've been saying that for years with Jamin, but it was very evident this year. He had the opportunity. You know, we have a saying, a lot of people have said it, but when preparation and opportunity meet, you know, good things are going to happen. And he prepared. He worked extremely hard for a long time. He had an opportunity. We needed him. We were very thin at that position. So Jamin had to play a lot of snaps. We needed him to stay healthy and have a big year. And he did that. And, you know, he's just the type of guy who's like a sponge. It's, it's very important to him. Uh, you all got a great player in, in, your, in your program because he cares. You know, there, there's a lot of good athletes, but, but uh, he wants to win. He wants to do well for his teammates and, therefore, for himself. There's no question he's very driven, uh, but he's a great locker room guy. He'll be a great leader in that community. So, uh, you know, you just really got the whole package. But I would say the big thing is, is he had the opportunity and he got better with every practice, with every snap in each year. And certainly throughout the year, he was playing his best football at the end of the season. Yeah, and Coach, I saw that you would you said you had talked to Jamie shortly before the draft and that he's feeling a little bit anxious, you know, about the big day and about getting selected to the NFL. And you had told me he had done all the work, just like you mentioned to us as well. Obviously, the Washington football team agreed. Have you had a chance to talk to Jamin since then or his nerves, you know, any more calm or is he just kind of getting juiced for his NFL career to get kicked off? Oh, I think he's, I think he's getting very confident. You know, I think he's getting very confident in a good way. You know, he's staying hungry, working hard, but – you know, when I talked to him that morning, just, uh, you, you know, I've been there before with those guys in, in that room, and it wasn't with him this time because COVID and him staying at home. But uh, but I know it's a, an anxious time, and he, he did do it. He, you know, he could definitely uh, be very confident to know that he left it all out there. You know, every day he was here for us, he did everything he could to become a better man, become a better player. And that's all you can ask for. And leading up to the draft, it was the same way. He, he just, he, he did what he does. And that's train, do things as good as he can, you know, focus on every detail, work exceptionally hard um, in the meeting rooms and, and learning football. Uh, you know, he still has a lot, lot ahead of him. You know, I think he's with a great organization, a great coach uh, that will continue to develop him. And I'm uh, just very excited for him. Coach Mark Stoops of the University of Kentucky, nice enough to give us a few minutes here on the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. Coach, um, you know, Jamin, uh, I, I think the plan here is to use him at, at the will. Uh, maybe eventually he'll work inside to the mic. How do you see him? And I know your job is not necessarily to project where he'll fit in the NFL, but you know him best. How do you see him kind of transitioning if that's – kind of the transition plan uh, again starting him at a, at a week in a 4-3 and then eventually maybe moving him inside or maybe just keeping him outside how do you see that going uh, I, I see him inside but but you know uh, you know those are some very good coaches and what they, what fits their scheme their needs uh, that's the nice thing about Jamie I think that's one of the reasons why he went so high mm-hmm. is because he is very personal 
you know, we had a need a few years back and played him some outside and certainly practiced him a lot outside. And he was becoming better and better as a rusher and doing some things. But he's, you know, he's got the length. He's got the explosiveness. Um, he's certainly got a lot of upside, you know, to, to play outside. But, we, you know, I love the length for him at inside linebacker. You know, he's very, obviously very fast. You saw the numbers that he put up. I think he played either inside position. And, um, you know, but, but uh, that's the nice thing about it is uh, he can play a lot of positions. In the NFL, it's, it's even, you know, it's harder, it's more difficult than we have it because we carry 85 guys on scholarship. And I know, uh, you know, up there you can't carry as many guys. So, you know, you'll need that versatility. Yeah, and then, Coach, talk about your program. I mean, I think it's, it's important for these guys or for us and, and the fans even to know where these guys came from, to know where they could possibly go. Uh, you know, there in Kentucky, you inherited a 2-10 and 10 team. And then, you know, 2016, three years later, you're in a bowl game. Then you have Josh Allen and Benny Snell lead you guys to your best year at, the, at that school in 41 years, beating the Gators for the first time uh, in 32 years. I mean, you guys have done a lot of good things, including now you're the, you're the only school to have a, a linebacker drafted in the first round in the last three years or in the last five years, three rounds of the last five years. Sorry. Uh, what is it that you guys have going there in Kentucky that is that is having such a great impact on that program and, and these young guys and producing guys like Jamin Davis, who entered college football, not considered to be some of the cream of the crop in the country? Well, we do take great pride in that. You know, we have had three first rounders and in, in you know, all of them were three stars or below. Mm-hmm. You know, Josh Allen was a national defense player of the year. And, uh, you know, first round pick was a, a two star that we beat Mama College on, <laughs> you know, and, and then you got Bud Dupree and Jamin now. Uh, but uh, we have quite a few linebackers that are doing good. Avery Williamson's uh, having a great NFL career as well. And of course, Wesley had a great career. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of great players uh, that have come through here. Uh, I think we have to credit our, our weight room guys. Our guys do a really good job of developing guys, maybe that have been undersized, putting weight on, putting quality, you know, good weight on. Uh, so the weight room has been uh, very helpful for us. Our position coaches have done a really good job. And uh, the guys have done the work. That's the big thing. You look at a guy like Jamin and all of those guys you're talking about, whether it be Bud or, or Josh Allen, uh, Jamin, and, and many others. They're putting in the hard work. They're buying in. They believe in it. They work exceptionally hard. And, uh, you know, we'll have one next year from the D.C. area, Josh Paschal. Uh, Josh is going to be, a, you know, he'll be an NFL player. Um, you know, he started an outside linebacker for us, but he's putting on that quality weight, moving inside, very athletic young man. He's going to have a big year for us here this upcoming year. And, and maybe we'll jump on here next year and talk about it. <laughs> He's from the D.C. area, and I'm sure uh, he'll be an NFL player. Uh, that would be awesome. Coach Mark Stoops with us here of the University of Kentucky. Nice enough to give us a few minutes along with David Harrison. I'm Chris Russell. Coach, uh, uh, you know, Greg Minuski joined your staff um, before this year, and he was the defensive coordinator, uh, of course, here in Washington, a longtime NFL linebacker. How has that transition been, you know, for him and how and and like at your stage in your career where, you know, you have two obviously head former head coaches that are brothers and you've been a head coach for a, a long time now, do, do coaches still learn from other coaches or is it kind of like, I know what I know. And, you know, maybe just the kids kind of learn from a guy like that. Well, we're, we're constantly learning. Um, yeah, definitely. Greg brings an awful lot to us. Um, you know, he certainly is a, is a great benefit to our program. 
in the, in the, in the staff room in the meeting room, we're in there constantly and have a guy like Greg with the, with the experience that he has. Um, I, I love having him, you know, in our program. Um, you know, he, he's a wonderful guy, very knowledgeable, and he's a lot of fun to be around. That's for sure. You know, we, we, we spent a lot of time in here and he, He's got a lot of stories that I love, but I love spending time with him. And he's been a great asset for our program. Yeah, he loves the media too, right, Coach? Uh, last question for me, Coach. Uh, total of five Wildcats drafted this year, and, and potentially you kind of touched it already, but even more potentially to be drafted uh, next year if everything goes well. Uh, two guys landed in the division that Washington will play against in, with the Dallas Cowboys, most notably uh, defensive back Kelvin Joseph. Uh, can you talk a little bit about him, and, and what does Washington have to face ahead in, the, in Kelvin being part of their division? Yeah, Kelvin's a very, very talented player, very versatile. You know, he's a guy that's – has the top end speed to play outside and the guard guys, but he also can, can move inside. And he plays physical, so really does a lot of things well. Very talented player. Uh, and coach, just wrapping this up, I, I know last year was hard for everybody, uh, and and I don't know how you guys all got through it. Um, I guess brighter days are ahead. Obviously, the future of this Kentucky program is pretty, I think, pretty bright. And I think everybody realizes the kind of job that you're doing. As you give us a kind of a quick outlook here, how optimistic are you about just everything being better moving forward in 2021 for not only college football, but also you and your individual program? Well, I, I think, you know, big picture, there's some people working extremely hard. I just literally walked off a, a Zoom with the, the SEC and the head coaches and the commissioner. We've been doing that weekly, and, and the commissioner's worked exceptionally hard. You know, our league has done a lot of good things, so you have to credit them. And, and the student athletes, you know, there's there's so many student athletes across the country that have sacrificed a lot that uh, come in for the weekly testing and, and, and really try to uh, to socially distance themselves and sacrifice their college experience. I know our players really have. It was a very challenging year, but we're very excited about the future. I feel like we have a heck of a football team it's coming back. They worked really hard. We had a great spring, and uh, the guys are, are continuing to, to do the right things off the field. So hopefully we'll get back to normal here real quick. Well, Coach, we really appreciate you guys, uh, you know, making time for us and, and and Susan, who was instrumental in setting this up. And you, of course, your time and your insight is invaluable to us. We really appreciate it. Uh, best of luck, obviously, moving forward this year uh, in the SEC and with Kentucky. And again, thanks so much for sharing your insight on Jamin and others. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And uh, you got a great one, Jamin. So enjoy. Take care of Thank you, Coach. Appreciate you. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. All right, guys. Once again, that was Kentucky football head coach Mark Stoops talking, uh, among other things, about the first-round draft pick for the Washington football team, Jamin Davis. Sounds like we got a really good one uh, for the team here, Chris, and we're going to have a lot of fun covering him. Uh, another good one you can add to your daily routine if you're looking to do so are Built Bars, the best-tasting protein bar on the market. They're healthy, but they taste like a candy bar. And you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors and they have the occasional limited time flavor. On Wednesday, Chris, they had jalapeno. They had a sweet and, and spicy jalapeno chocolate built bar. My mother-in-law, I woke up to my mother-in-law ranting raving about how she landed herself a box of that. So she's highly excited 
to try that. But I even, saw you tweeting. I saw you tweeting <laughs> about this. I got to try one myself. Yeah, I told her to let me know how they taste. I didn't order any myself because I kind of missed out on the deal. But I told her when they get in, let me know how they taste. And if, if she really likes them, I will make the drive to her house uh, to steal one out of her box. But if you <laughs> missed on that one, you still have flavors like coconut, coconut, almond, raspberry, mint brownie, the OG peanut butter brownie, Chris's favorite, and many others. So there's something there for everyone. My favorite out of that group is mint brownie and peanut butter brownie. I'm going to go one in one A on there. I can't choose out of those two but the best thing about them is they're they're great tasting but they're also healthy a lot of the flavors have 17 grams of protein only 130 calories only four grams of sugar and only four grams of net carbs order today get your raspberry mint brownie whatever you like or if you don't if you don't know what you want get a mixed box you even still have time to get some in get an order in for your mother on mother's day go to builtbar.com use a promo code lock 15 and you'll get 15 percent off your first order again that's promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off at builtbar.com if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, we're wrapping up the Locked On Washington football team podcast for the week. Again, thanks to Coach Stoops for joining us at the University of Kentucky and Susan for helping us out there. Uh, with that, hope you guys enjoyed that. David, we have two veteran free agent signings for the Washington football team to quickly kick around here. Tight end Dion Yelder and cornerback Lyndon Stevens. Now, Dion Yelder, I, I got to be honest with you, I didn't have much of a file on him, but he's actually played in all the Chief, or in most of the Chiefs playoff games over the last two years and actually both Super Bowls. It's been a limited role. It's been mostly on special teams, but he is a tight end. So he's added to the tight end group and basically he's here to provide competition for Samus Reyes, who of course was recently signed, and uh, John Bates, who was drafted in the fourth round, and of course some of the other guys like Tamara Hemingway and Logan Thomas into the mix. So Dion Yelder coming across from Kansas City, he was a restricted free agent who was not tendered. I don't know what that tells you, but are you excited and lathered up about Dion Yelder? I mean, you know, it, it's a depth signing, and, and the team could always use some depth, and you kind of knew coming out of the NFL draft that they were going to have to add some players uh, to that position, either through, you know, tryouts and, and all that stuff or some veteran free agents. So, and you always like guys with experience, uh, but you know, depth is always good and competition is great. Yeah. And, and a guy that obviously was active for two Super Bowls, right. And a bunch of other playoff games tells you a little something about, if not a tight end on special teams that he's at least trustworthy and cornerback Lyndon Stevens last with Seattle, he's kind of bounced around all over the place, Miami, a bunch of other teams. Uh, I don't have much of a file on him. I got to be honest with you, but again, another guy mixed in with Benjamin St. Juice, who is the third round pick uh, as well. Kendall Fuller, uh, William Jackson, the third, and some other veteran guys that they've added here uh, over the offseason. Again, teams have 90 spots and they're going to use, uh, you know, they're going to use 90. We didn't have 90 even last year in the COVID season. So they're going to use all 90 uh, and bring as many bodies and as much competition as they can. Uh, and that's pretty much uh, what happens here now if he makes the roster he, I'd be probably a little bit of a surprise but I, 
you can't rule anything out. Yeah, absolutely. Same thing. Competition is great, you know, and, and you can either find a diamond in the rough that you didn't know existed, or he's going to help push other guys to be even better. And either way you win. All right, that is going to wrap it up here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast for the week and a good one. Uh, Again, thanks to Coach Stoops at the University of Kentucky for joining David and I on this particular episode. Hope you guys enjoyed that and the insight there. Thank you for joining us all week for subscribing, downloading, sharing, commenting, all of that. Please make sure you continue to spread the word, spread the love, keep downloading, keep it coming, baby. We have coverage for you all summer long right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.